Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. One of the largest federal employee unions is suing the Trump administration over one of the executive orders signed late last week, which curtails the labor contract bargaining window between government and unions. The American Federation of Government Employees lawsuit says the EO violates workers' right to freedom of association. 18 senators write to National Security Advisor John Bolton, asking him to reconsider his plan to merge the White House Cybersecurity Coordinator's role into existing positions. The legislators say by eliminating the cyber coordinator role, the government will lack a unified focus against cyber threats. There's a new top official leading the Department of Veterans Affairs, at least for the time being. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. The White House has named Peter O'Rourke as VA's new acting secretary. Until yesterday, he served as the department's chief of staff. Robert Wilkie had been serving as acting VA secretary since President Trump fired David Shulkin in March. But Wilkie will need to temporarily step aside because the president has now nominated him for the same job on a permanent basis. Under the Federal Vacancies Reform Act, government officials are not allowed to fill positions in an acting role if they're also awaiting Senate confirmation for the same job. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. The Air Force is willing to give at least some of its service members up to $90,000 to stay in uniform for another few years. The service's latest list of professions eligible for selective reenlistment bonuses now includes 92 different specialties. That's more than double the number of specialties it targeted for the payouts three years ago. The biggest lump sum payouts will go to a handful of career fields the Air Force refers to as battlefield airmen. The Federal Retirement Thrift Investment Board hopes to implement new thrift savings plan withdrawal options by September 2019. The agency says all TSP participants will be able to make withdrawals once every 30 days. Participants who have left federal service will have no other limitations other than a 30-day rule to take withdrawals. Participants still in federal service at a certain age can take up to four partial withdrawals a year. The TSP agency is also adding more options for participants to receive withdrawal payments. More Freedom of Information Act requests are heading the EPA's way this year. According to FOIAonline.gov, the agency received over 7,700 FOIA requests in fiscal 2018. In the same period last year, it received 7,500. Last year, the EPA partially granted more than 5,000 requests and denied nearly 800. U.S. Citizenship and Immigration is finally moving its FOIA request process into the digital age. Up until now, the agency only accepted FOIA requests by mail, fax, and email, and requesters usually receive their documents on a compact disc. USCIS says requesters who have an immigration court date pending will be the first ones to receive their documents digitally. USCIS Director L. Francis Cisna says the modernization will help reduce the agency's backlog of cases. The Trump administration enlists the State Department in a growing dispute with China. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. Starting June 11th, visas of Chinese graduate students in certain high technology fields will be limited to one year in the United States. Those fields include robotics, aviation, and manufacturing. A source tells the AP the White House has already sent instructions to the State Department. China has named several manufacturing categories it wants to dominate, and the Trump administration wants to protect U.S. leadership and intellectual property. I'm Tom Temin. And a Russian cyber company's federal procurement death penalty remains intact. It's official. Kaspersky Lab products and services are banned from federal agencies, at least for the foreseeable future. The District of Columbia District Court yesterday dismisses the company's lawsuits against the Homeland Security Department and the government more broadly. It was trying to overturn both the 2017 Binding Operational Directive from DHS and the provision in the 2018 Defense Authorization Bill that banned it government-wide. The judge rules Kaspersky did not plausibly allege that the NDA constitutes a bill of attainder, and the Russian-based company did not have standing to sue DHS over the directive. I'm Jason Miller. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.